I'm here at the Cobra launch of their 2018 range with Jose Miraflor, who's the VP of Marketing uh, for Cobra Golf. Welcome, Jose. Thank you. It's good to be here. You've introduced the new F8 drivers, and you said earlier that it was two and a half years in the making. Is that about standard, or have you taken a bit more time over this one? Well, the, the main technology in this driver, which is the face, the first ever 100% CNC milled titanium forged face that we've created, took a long time. You know, you can't just walk into something that nobody's really ever done and, and take it for granted. So we had to learn how to fixture. We had to learn the process because it's a multi-step process, not just creating the faceplate, but, you know, what you do to it after you weld it on. And uh, while most people are still just hand polishing the face to the shape that they want, we're going to take a new step here and mill it to perfection and deliver a face that's thinner, lighter, faster than ever before. Yeah, it was quite surprised you seen that video earlier actually they were hand finishing all the driver yeah. faces is that way everybody does it yeah unless you're casting your face which some people do now you can cast a face if you're using a carbon fiber crown but usually one part of the head has to be removable in this case we have two pieces we are using a carbon fiber crown but we like to use a face plate because we can forge it we can make it thin and have the e9 shape in the back so we're, we're making it the way we want it and then we weld it on plasma weld it but then like we that's when we start Stop doing it like everybody else. Everybody else will hand polish it like we said, but we're going to mill it. We're going to fixture it and mill it to perfection. I presume the reason this hadn't been done before was that technically it was too difficult to do it? Yeah, I mean, it's a struggle. And that's why it took two and a half years. You, you had to find and buy the right things to make it fixture well so that you can repeat it. If you don't, you know, I don't want to reveal too much of how, what we had to do to do it because I don't want to make it easy for other people to catch up. Let's just say it was a little painstaking and there was a lot of moaning and growing and arguing. But in the end, you know, here we are two and a half years later, very proud of something that we've been able to create. Well, without giving away any details, are you able to say what the biggest challenge was? Yes. When you mill on a surface that's curved in many directions, that takes a lot of programming. And two, uh, how do you finish it off? You know, it just doesn't go off into a, an edge or whatever. So you, you have to really pay attention to that stuff. And then obviously something to hold it. You know, to takes you. Normally, when you mill things, they're they're from a block. Like if you mill a putter, it's from a block, so it's already fixtured in there. You're actually taking something and putting it in a fixture to hold it and mill it the same way over and over and over again. So it took a little bit of time. Is it a quicker process than the hand polish? Um, I would say it's quicker and more reliable because when you hand polish, you'll have a lot of fallout. If a person uh, hand polishes too much, the head may get too light or the face may get too thin, and you might have something that's out of spec for CT or maybe too thin and can break. If they polish too little, you might have a head that's too heavy and needs to go back and be polished again. Or you may have the wrong uh, thickness on the face and it's too slow and it doesn't perform very well. So we're trying to solve all of that. The other big thing with the driver is the aerodynamic features that it's got on the crown and on the sole. So how did you arrive at putting those on? Well, you know, we've we've watched other people do aerodynamics and uh, said that that's interesting. You know, we, we saw some penalties of aerodynamics because typically if you do aerodynamics, your crowns get tall and you bring CG up with it. Or if you have um, some type of aerodynamic trip, it's usually made out of titanium and it's a weight penalty because it pulls weights forward up high and you're trying, you know, we've always tried to create CGs that are low and back to make 
safe and forgiving and have more speed. So we, we went through uh, a lot um, to understand aerodynamics. We, fortunately for us, one of our engineers who's head of innovation, Mr. Mike Yagley, came from Boeing and he was a golf ball guy. So he understands aerodynamics really well. And he taught us, you know, how to do it. Uh, we did some streamlining. We created um, our own version of aerodynamic trips and we picked a material, uh, polymer material to use on the crown that's lightweight. It's a tenth of the weight of titanium. So there's no weight penalty for us. We can keep our low CG, save the weight to move it back. And then on the bottom of the sole, we're using titanium as you can and should because it's going to make contact with the ground and you don't want polymer down there. It'll just wear right off. But uh, the good news is at least it's pushing CG lower. Um, it's forward a little bit, but you know we're willing to accept a little bit of that for the benefit that you're going to get aerodynamically. So we're really happy with the 360 aero package that we've been able to deliver. And now what we're saying is you're able to solve aerodynamic problems throughout the downswing, not just at the very bottom. And that's what we we're trying to do. How much extra speed are you anticipating people will get, say, if you're about 100 miles an hour swing speed? Probably get about four miles per hour ball speed. You know, you probably get a 4% savings. And, and four miles per hour uh, speed is, is quite a few yards. So, you know, you're, you're going to get some yardage out of it. So the face that we're creating this year gives you ball speed, and then the aerodynamics gives you club head speed, and the two working together gives you a lot of distance. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Um, moving on to the fairways, mm -hmm. you put the rails on for the first time, which I do like. Um, this year they're, they're, a bit, they're a bit closer together and they're a little bit larger. So how do you decide how big and where to put these? Is it trial and error or is there some mathematical equation? It is trial and error. You know, testing, testing, testing is what you want to do. And fortunately for us, you know, we have not only a great testing panel, we also have some of the best players. With Ricky Fowler and Bryce and DeChambeau and Lexi working with us, we can test. Uh, we can test with their teachers watching. So we know we can test with launch monitors working. And one of the things we learned is, especially with Rick, is that he prefers the rails to be a little bit closer and when you make them a little bit closer they actually help you with turf interaction a little bit more and as we create the, the, the thickness of the rails we make them a little shallower for the three wood and a little deeper for the five and seven woods and the hybrids and gives you a lot more turf interaction forgiveness so it doesn't dig um, when you hit it through the ground you can be aggressive with the downward downward blow and they're also on the hybrid as well which uh, I kind of like and you explain something about the shape earlier which was it was so, somehow subliminally pleasing to the eye yeah what was it called again uh it, it's our golden shape we call it the golden shape and it's uh it's a shape that we've been we've been using for a couple years now we've done a lot of shape testing address views with both our inside panel and consumers and we find the ship shape to be very pleasing to the eyes what we say um very forgiving looking yet when you hit it sounds good and uh because of the turf interaction because of the rails goes through the turf well so all of it together makes a club very likable to most consumers right and was that deliberate for it to be that shape or is that just the way it worked out um well we had uh, probably three different shapes that we went with and this was the one that was that was more preferred and not only is it in a dress shape it's even like the way the toe rises and the curvature from the sole plate up to the uh, through the skirt and up to the toe all of that we worked on um so we looked had people look at it from a dress we had people look at it face on we had people look at it just sitting in a bag and just asking questions
questions and just listening. And we came onto this shape and the engineers were really happy and it tested really well. Now on the shape, we have to talk about the colors actually, because you've been renowned for very bright colors in all your works and have a range of them, but this year you're going to a single color. Um, can you explain why you've done that? Yeah, I mean, uh, this year we're taking no prisoners. We're, <laughs> we're taking it a little bit more seriously. You know, people made fun of Cobra and saying, hey, you know what, they're into colors, they're not into technologies. And we have a lot of technology. We've had it for years. And this year we wanted to remove any type of negativity at all. So this year we came out with a brand new color. It's still a different color. We call it Nardo. Uh, we learned it from uh, automotive manufacturing. We've been watching the trends of automotive, uh, the industry, and we saw this color that was being pioneered by a lot of high-end automobiles. And it's a flattish gray. It's really uh, soft in color. And we melded it with our carbon fiber. We even used it inside the carbon fiber. So when we when we joined the two on the on the crown of a driver or a three-wood, it looks very striking. And even on the solid color of the hybrid, looks very striking. And we're really happy with the way it looks. It challenges people's convention. It's not black. It's not white. It's not red. It's not blue. It's Nardo. And it's very fresh and very new. And I challenge you guys to go take a look at it. I think you guys might like it. There's definitely not going to be an orange one for Ricky then. <laughs> no, I mean, this year, I think you can expect to see Bryson, Ricky, and Lexi all using this Nardo color. Uh, Ricky might take an orange weight and try and put it in it, but that's okay. We want a little bit. He might ask for a little bit of orange paint fill. Fine. But I think you'll see a lot of these guys liking the Nardo look. First time last year, we were talking about one length irons for the first time, and you said you were going to play with them all year round. So I just wonder how you get on with them, and has it improved your game? Uh, I'm out of them. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, here's where I struggled. I definitely hit uh, my four iron and five iron more consistently. Because I'm not a high ball hitter, I didn't have enough launch. And I couldn't get the balls to stop as quick as I wanted to. The distance was, was there, but it didn't quite stop fast enough for me. So I went back to variable length, inevitably. This year, though, I'm going to have to give it another shot. We, we've come up with a lot more technologies. You know, a lot of people said that the, the long irons flew a little bit low and the short irons flew a little bit high. And we, we did a lot of testing and a, and a lot of um, polling of people who bought it. Most of them were really happy. But a few people said, hey, can you get this to be a little higher? Can you get it to stop a little bit softer with the long irons? And can you get my wedges to fly a little bit flatter so I can control it in the wind? And we listened. Our engineers went back to the drawing board and we created a six, five, and four iron this year with a slightly wider sole area, which brings the CG lower and, and further back, which helps you with dynamic lofting um, and helps it launch higher and actually gives you a little bit more speed. So we were really excited about that. And, and we pioneered a new thing this year called progressive CG. And in progressive CG, you take your, your long irons and have them a little uh, shallower with shallower hosels, but progressively make those hosels taller as you get post to wedges and your specialty wedges. And that helps bring the CG up. So it makes your long irons easy to get in the air and your short irons a little bit flatter, really helping out the little things that we learned over this last year from our, our people who are loving the one length. So we're giving them more what they want. Yeah, so when you come to sales of variable length irons, did they meet your expectations in the market? Oh, absolutely. The, the one length helped us lead the charge and you had to come and decide whether you were variable length or, or one length. And so you had to try them both. And inevitably you fell in love with one of them because if you haven't tried a Cobra iron in a while, you're missing out on really soft, long hitting irons that really perform. And you just have to find out for yourself which one's the set up for you, variable length or, or one length. And with your experience in this year, what was the biggest surprise about the one length? Whew. The surprise was really about 
the velocity of how many people wanted to try it. If you thought about it in, in, in 2015, it was a lot of talk about one length with Bryson uh, doing so well and winning. There was a lot of talk and nothing to satisfy their need. And in, in 2017, we launched it and we we're one of the few iron, the only large OEM to create it. And there were other people who are using it, but ours was probably the most affordable and the most versatile to use. And people fell in love. So we had to increase the forecast like crazy to match that. Um, we actually uh, had to increase the forecast of variable length as well because inevitably people fell in love with both. We were really excited about both of them and helped us to really grow in market share and gain momentum in the iron business. I know you brought out a hybrid uh, this time around which is also a 7 iron length. Did you ever consider doing hybrids but at the same length but at a longer length? And that was kind of almost what I might have expected actually. Yeah, I mean we've tested hybrids that are are all one length but longer and those do work but we thought it was important to really think about the consistency that one length delivers so we quickly turned around and, and were able to uh, prototype a hybrid with seven iron weight a hybrid with the right lie angle uh, a hybrid with the right type of shaft in it and try that and it did really well um, as as high as the new irons are hitting it this hits it even higher so if you need launch if you need some speed if you need some spin the one length hybrid is really going to change it for you and one of the secrets behind it you know, I was telling a story, you know, we have some great teachers that are Cobra ambassadors in Mike Shy, who's Bryson's coach, and even Claude Homerin III, who helps out with Ricky and has some other great students in this game. And they both watched, they both hit it, and they both said, hey, 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 this has a lot more than just great, easy hitting. Short game with this incredible club is going to be great because, you know, the, the baffler rails on it prevent it from digging so around the green these guys were showing off some short game skills with it and talking about how they're going to create some uh, skills videos and how to use this one length hybrid not just for full swing but around the green as well so nice surprise yeah in terms of the whole range then uh, which club are you most excited about go forward that's hard, right? I mean, we, I think we're launching three great technologies that are very different. You know, I, I'm pleased to say I think, you know, we're the first forged uh, titanium face that's CNC milled in a driver. So I'm really excited about that because of the distance it's going to bring. I'm excited about one length in the second year because how much better the improvements are, including the iron setup and the, and the hybrid addition. But really, this Cobra Connect system, the first ever full set of connected clubs. I mean, we really are uh, challenging people's conventions. If you think about this, most people don't treat their golf game like a business, but if they did, they'd improve. Most businesses don't do well without analytics. You check to see how your business is doing, you work on what's not right, how do you spend, where you spend, where you work on, what's your strategy, and you go get better. Nobody does that with their golf game. The tour players have been doing it for 20 years. They keep their stats in and out, they understand what's their strengths, what's their weaknesses, and they work hard on their weaknesses, and they just keep their strengths going. Why aren't we doing it as normal golfers? Why is it just the tour players that can have this? Shotlink is $30 million a year business that they take to run this for the tour players. What we're doing is partnering with Arcos Golf. We've taken their sensors, made them lighter, and have embedded them in our grips of all the F8 clubs. And it's going to allow the golfer to improve because you're going to know how far you really hit your clubs. Your tendencies, right to left, left to right, where the ball goes. And you're going to make better choices on the golf course. And that's really all what golf is. Most people don't even know this, but 40% of people never get the ball to the green. I think it's almost 70% of golfers never get the ball to the pin. 
that means you guys are choosing clubs that are too short. Pick a longer club. And and unfortunately, if like for me, I've been playing Arcos now, as you know, for a long time. I hate what I learned about how my 7-iron doesn't really go 160. It actually goes 153. So all this time, I'm 7 yards shorter than what I really thought. So now I'm picking the right club, and I'm hitting more greens. I'm less short, and I'm hitting more greens, and my game's improving. It's going to happen for a lot of people. You're going to make better choices. Um, Arcos is also doing a lot of great things, like an Arcos caddy, to help you choose the right clubs to make the right choices. We're doing fitting things with Arcos to help you set up your driver, play with it for three rounds, and it'll tell you how good that law or CG setting is for you. A lot of firsts in this, right? And nobody else is doing this in golf. So I, I want to say to you people out there who haven't tried it, if you buy a set of Cobra irons, just a set of seven, we're going to give you seven more sensors to equip the rest of your clubs. And they may not be Cobras. I feel sorry for you. But uh, you're going to know what your real distances are and you're going to improve. And, and that's something we're in this for. Cobra's here to help you improve your game no matter what level you are, tour level to um, the beginner level. We want to help you improve, love this game, and get more people playing it and get hooked on it. And these are the technologies that we feel like we're having the first in this year. All right, well, great. Well, thank you for taking the range and the best of luck with it this year. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Thank you very much for listening. If you like our podcast, please just subscribe to us or on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And for reviews of all the Cobra 2018 range, please just go to the website at golfalot.com.